Today, we have a very special episode of The Bachelor with the one and only Rachel Lindsay. But before that, let's talk about Hotel Tonight. Here's a little insider travel secret from our friends at Hotel Tonight. There are tons of empty hotel rooms out there just waiting to be booked. That's how Hotel Tonight scores such incredible deals. They team up with awesome hotels to help them sell these rooms and pass those savings along to you. Not like last resort places. They're more like cool, top-rated hotels where you actually want to stay. And even though their name is Hotel Tonight, you can actually book up to 100 days in advance in some cities and up to a week in advance in others. So if you want to start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels, download the Hotel Tonight app now. And now, let's batch. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. It's episode five of our season, and I am truly delighted to be joined today by the one and only Rachel Lindsay. Hi, Rachel. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for coming. I've wanted to meet you since you were on Nick's season because you are the breakout star of that very, very obviously going to be The Bachelorette from a pretty early phase, I think. It's funny when I hear people say that because I didn't think that mm. when I was on the show. You are truly in a bubble. I, we're going to get into that. I have yeah. a lot of questions about like what you know and what you don't know mm-hmm. because this week there was a lot going on behind the scenes and I'm like, does Ari even know about this? Like, how does this all go down? And we can just get into it. Like, let's just start with the yes, group date. because so it was to say. It was bonkers. Um, this week they were, went to Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. No, very noticeably not Miami. Yeah. I just, <laughs> just want to say. Uh, yeah. And let's just listen to Ari describe the city of Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale is a beautiful place to fall in love. It's very sexy and cool. They have amazing beaches. They have great restaurants. There's yachts everywhere. It's embarrassing, kind of. Why (laughs) did they choose Fort Lauderdale over Miami? I have gone to Miami and I've flown into the Fort Lauderdale airport. It's close. Uh it, but it's not the same thing at no, all. No, I mean, I think it also just depends, like, where they're going to stay and if, you know, like, if they get a good deal or the hotel look nice. Yeah, it was a W. Yeah. It did, it did, W's in general are nice. nice. When you would travel to the locations, was it common that you would stay in the same hotel as the men? Yes, but they're, you're not supposed to know that. Got like, it. Like, I would run into them at times. Oh, But we're supposed to be kept separately. They sure. think that I'm staying somewhere else. Oh, you would, yeah. I hope that you would get, like, a nicer suite than them. Oh, absolutely. Because they, they, <laughs> they, like, you know, they have to, like, slum it just to, all together or whatnot. Yeah. I want to get more into this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save all my Rachel-related questions okay. for the second half of the show. And okay. we'll, we'll do this Ari episode. So um, they're in Fort Lauderdale. There's two one-on-ones. But more importantly, there's a group date. And the yes. group date is, what do they do? They go bowling. They go bowling. What was your first reaction when you're, like, they're going on a bowling date? I assumed it was going to be, like, a lucky strike mm. fill. So I was shocked when I saw where they were. And then I was like, okay, well, it's Fort Lauderdale. All right. Right. And they go bowling, like regular bowling. They actually bowl. Ari licks the bowling okay. ball? Can we just have a pause? What was that? It wasn't the licking. It was the moves. The move, yeah. the kick, the point. It was nice to see him loosen up. I sure. guess that's me being nice about it. He seems like he's getting more comfortable. Yeah. It was odd. It was odd. It was really weird. Well, how about the people in the bowling alley? Yeah, so they are those extras? Like, are those just people who are there? I have no idea. I was like, is the average age 45, 55 probably. in the bowling alley? It I mean, was- it probably is. We're talking Southern Southern Florida, um, middle of the day, probably a weekday because it's cheaper to rent it out. Yeah. So who the kids are in school and like, I, you know, who who else is available <laughs> to bowl? That was the first thing that stood out to me. The most. <laughs> then I got distracted by the licking of the ball and the pointing and the music. That was gross. Who told him to do that? I don't, he did. Is it he, awkward he when you have to record stuff solo, like for a package like that? 
you get used to it. You get used to like contemplating uh-huh. and, you know, standing off and like thinking about what's to come. You get used to it. You have to have fun with it. And that's what he was doing. It seems in the like he finally was having fun. Yeah. I actually liked it. One thing about this episode is that I finally took a turn. And I, I don't know how you feel, but I was like, I am actually sick of hating Ari and sick of hating Crystal. Like, I, I would rather be having more fun with these people. Okay, I'm not there yet with Crystal. <laughs> And, but with Ari, I've I've met Ari and mm-hmm. I really like him. Is he so, a nice guy? Super nice, super sweet. So for me, I've been Team Ari from the beginning. Question about his physical appearance. Mm-hmm. I I don't find him unattractive, but is he more attractive in person? Yes. Because that yes. that to me, I'm like, well, I got to meet this guy because I could tell yes. that something's not coming through on TV. No, absolutely, very attractive in person, and his eyes really are piercing. Like really? you are like, I can't look you in the eye. Oh, he's got the baby blues. Yeah, really pretty. Okay, what's his height like? Very tall, a okay. lot taller than I thought he was going to be too. Okay. Yeah, I just feel like we're not. I feel like for some reason cameras aren't working for Ari. <laughs> Including licking a bowling ball. That was like just really not the right move. That wasn't going to work for anybody. It was really gross. Yeah. I didn't care for it. (laughs) So then it's 10 women who come on this date. Uh, One of my favorite things about it was he like, anyone want a beer? And I'm like, Ari, these girls aren't going to drink beer. It's it's television. Did you have any beer in the run of your, of either season? I did not. I was the fireball queen. However, I think on the show, you just, yeah, fireball rage. That's what they called me. As on both Nick's season and your own? On my own, no. I didn't drink Fireball, but something about being really? with the girls. Do I, they stock it for you, or is that like a general thing that thing they offer? They had it for us. Like, they have a plethora of things. Shots or, like, sipping it? I took shots. Oh, my God. Yeah. Rachel. Fireball I Rach. love it. <laughs> what time are we talking? All day. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, you wake up at, at like, what? 8.39? Gosh, you wake up so early. Like, we had a routine. I would, like, drink coffee, talk, chat. Uh-huh. You have to do interviews. And then I'd say, all right, anybody ready to, to open up the fireball? That's incredible. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't even drink it anymore. Of course not. When you go really hard on, like, just a pure liquor mm-hmm. without any mixers, you you max out. That's, like, me and Captain Morgan's for like the last 15 years. Exactly. Yeah, that's 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 incredible. But so, I'm not surprised the girls drink the beer. Like, you'll take what you can get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so they start bowling. I was mm-hmm. impressed. Some of them were not bad. No, I, I think it was a bit of beginner's luck for some people. Yes, definitely. But yeah, it was, it was good. Don't overthink bowling. Just throw, throw no. that ball. Yeah, you got to go for Just it. Just go for it. At least look good doing it. Yes. And several of them did. There were mm-hmm. some, some cute outfits. Um, and then they broke up into two teams, yes. and it was like one t- team A versus team B, five on five, uh-huh. and whoever won got to uh, have more time with Ari, basically, right. which is a classic bachelor bachelorette trope. Ha- right. Happens all the time. One team wins. It was like the blonde team. I couldn't. I, I'm having trouble distinguishing between some of the women who are left. Thank you. I thought it was just no. Me. We just we've gotten so much Crystal, so much Becca. A decent amount of Tia, and that's basically it. So all these blonde women just all look the same, and I can't tell them apart. Agreed. So we had Mikkel coming back. Yeah, she Which was nice. Back. Yeah, it was good to see her. Yeah, totally. And also, a lot of reality shows, like, if you have to leave, you're out. Mm-hmm. I was happy that, that that was not the case here, because yeah. it's like a death in the family. Exactly. Then we had Jenna, who I think did some kind of, like, weird cheer. Yeah, so you— Oh, yes. No, she's always doing something drunky. 
Yes. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> like, it's like you just went from zero to 100 every single episode. That's how <laughs> she stands out to me. <laughs> Real quick. Um, she, yeah, she, um, I didn't know who she was. I had a pause, but like, what's her name? What's her job? <laughs> and then we also have Kendall, who's the breakout blonde, in my opinion. She's the one who loves taxidermy. Oh, the weird one. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The weird the one. The quirky one. The delight, no, weird in like a loving way. Yeah, that's why I, I switched it to quirky. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm, she's starting to grow on me. To me too. Yeah. I like her. I'm like, oh, you you play like the guitar and the ukulele and you like taxidermy and you'll call out crystal i like it yeah eat a worm yeah urine those yeah. kind of things the urine <laughs> the urine thing was ridiculous <laughs> yeah so we had all these blondes and then they, they end up winning and so this is when we really get into the drama the two teams one has won one has lost five of them are supposed to just go back to the rooms five are supposed to go to the cocktail party with ari ari decides being a great guy that he wants the cocktail party to be everyone and most people would greet that with like oh that's nice of him some disappointment from some girls that they don't get more Ari time, but mostly it's like, okay, cool. Nice, nice Ari. Good job by you. Crystal's pissed. Just pissed. Okay. I don't like Crystal. Okay. And I'm very vocal about that. However, uh-huh. I understood where she was coming from. Tell me more about that. Yeah. Like what's that like? Okay. So on Nick's season, mm-hmm. do you remember the volleyball date? And it oh. was very weird because yes. people were crying and you didn't know why. And some people were upset. It was... A lot was edited out, yes. but it was a competition, oh. just like bowling. And the team that won, we were told by Nick, the team that wins gets to go on and the others get to go home. Well, my team won. Nice. And I remember you were fierce in that one. You were yeah. like, you were like playing, you were in it to win it, yeah, as, they, we, as they say. Exactly. So like you think time is precious and mm-hmm. everybody wants time, but when you go above and beyond to compete for it, you're like, all right, you know, I I want to win. He told me we were going we to win. So then he comes back and he's like, I'm taking everyone. I was very upset. Yeah, you were, I think, I think you cried in that day. I was, no, I I didn't cry. The other girls, you saw them crying because they thought they were going home. Oh. I didn't cry, but you see me at the nighttime talking to Nick about, I was like, I didn't like what went down today, but you don't understand why I'm saying that. Mm -hmm. For me, okay, I didn't take it to where Crystal did, like he's a liar. I didn't think Nick was a liar. Sure. I thought you didn't get, the girls that you wanted to get on the nighttime portion. So you had everybody come. Oh, interesting. Because Vanessa wasn't going to go on to the nighttime I believe she did cry. And she also like looked freezing. I remember her nose being very red (laughs) in that episode. (laughs) She was very upset. So she thought she was going home and or back to the hotel and so I felt like because she wasn't one of the ones uh-huh. he because at that time we kind of figured it was probably her oh interesting and so I was like well if this is just how it is like I don't want to be here I want to go home so I understood Crystal sure in the moment I think she took it too far yeah she did I mean calling him a liar is like just absurd also it's a reality tv show girl yeah no offense I mean like- it was too much <laughs> I, I, I assume maybe like she was tired maybe she was hungry Maybe she Maybe was she drunk. drinking. Yeah. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm going to try to give her the benefit that's of the nice doubt. That's nice of you. That's, but, that's nice of you. So, and then we learn, we don't see it, but we learn, Kendall tells the camera that in the time from when they've left the bowling alley to when they go back to the hotel, Crystal has said really nasty things about Ari. Yeah. Why wouldn't they show that? Like, why wouldn't they show that footage on, like, The Challenge or on, like, Survivor? If, that, if um, there's that kind of fight, that footage makes it to air. But it seemed like they either didn't capture it, which I have a hard time believing. Like, no, are, they probably didn't. So there's no there's no cameras, like, in the van with you? Yeah, like, when you leave, because I it, it was so funny. I was like, I was the one who was upset in the van mm-hmm. back when I was on Nick's season, and they don't have cameras. I was glad they didn't. They, <laughs> they don't have cameras and they and you're not mic'd. So right. no one could catch it. 
Right. Okay. Interesting. I'm sure they were upset they didn't get it either. Yeah. I, I mean, I was like dying to see it. What? A, and I feel like they tried to like use Kendall and Becca to like recreate it. Yeah. And so then it kind of becomes a Crystal versus Kendall and a Crystal once again versus Becca. Mm-hmm. Do you think they tell Kendall and Becca to instigate with Crystal a little bit more? Like do the producers or do they get them riled up to get them to to confront her? Or does that happen naturally? I don't think that sometimes things happen naturally. A lot of times they do, especially when you're frustrated at that point, And it seems like no one likes Crystal. So she's right. like fair game. I mean, who would like her? Yeah, she's Ari, apparently. But I, I think he lost interest in her this week, actually. He was so cold, right? He was really cold to her. There was one point where she was like rubbing his arm up and down and he wasn't touching her. And he's a, <laughs> he's a toucher. He's He like will hold your hand. I mean, that's the bachelor move, right? You hold, yeah. hold the person's hand, look them in the eye, say their name. You do. I mean, Ben Higgins is the master at it, in my opinion. <laughs> but he he lost, uh, he definitely lost interest in her. Yeah. But, well, and then she like, she's always trying to give these toasts. Let's listen to her toast. I want to make a toast about not focusing on breaking others down, but building each other up. Everybody bring it in. Right? To continuing this adventure. Oh my god, how many more times do I have to hear Chris look at this stupid toast? Cheers to the best day ever. Oh my god. That's really good. She does like try to like command the room but she's so tone deaf well remember she said she was the expert i remember she said i'm the only one who's been on a one-on-one and a group date so and i just was like all right somebody it's like cut her off cut her off cut her off walk out the room do something it's really bad (laughs) she does seem delusional when you're in the middle of the season do you feel like did you feel like you were dating nick at this point in the season yes by the time by the time i had a Uh one-on-one uh-huh when you have a one-on-one you feel like okay He's he's my boyfriend. I'm dating. I'm dating him at this point. Otherwise, it's very distant. That's why girls get so upset over the one on ones because you see the other girls come back different. Is it better to have a one on one? You think like week one or week two or like week five when he can like remember what it's like with you? Definitely week five. Like you think you want it early. I got it week five. Uh huh. And then it's like okay, like you're you're not too. You haven't fallen in too deep yet. Like it. You're you've taken some time to time in bachelor world you sure know what that means to get to know the person and then it, like the date hits right at the right moment yeah and also you i mean new orleans is a great place for a yeah. first date like yeah, it was good really fun it's just like a city of so much charm mm-hmm. so much drinking like i feel like that i mean i i like a, a boozy first date myself yep so yep it just seems dancing like, music yeah. booze all the things it was great yeah it, se- it seems like it's just like a good place to like kind of like let like get comfortable with each other oh yeah it's interesting to see him like who he goes back to because then big becca <laughs> not, not big not big at all said lovingly it's too close to big bertha I can't. <laughs> um older becca she got the first one-on-one mm-hmm. and ari took her back to his hotel room this week mm-hmm. which i what do you think about that like does she did the other women find out that that happens? Okay, can I tell you something? Yeah, it happens every season. It does every season. Somebody gets to go to the hotel room, oh. and when I got taken to Nick's hotel room on this date when yeah. I was upset, and I went back because I was just like, you know, you get bored. Like I just want to play of with course. people. So I went back and I was like, yeah. So you know that time that I was in Nick's room, and they were like, what? Oh my god, <laughs> nice. I would totally do that too. Yeah, why not? Totally. <laughs> That's awesome. But um. Maybe this, I, I'm not just like, if I heard that Becca went back to Ari's room with him, I was like, oh, so you guys had sex? Like before the fantasy suite, I would be so pissed. Yeah. But they didn't even, I feel like the show can't help itself. If that if that had happened, we yeah. would know about it. Right, right. So I assume, I assume it didn't. No, but. because it, it really happens every season. Interesting. Yeah. Is it like a targeted kind of thing or? You really do, like when I did it, uh-huh. I did it, I gave it to Peter. Mm. Peter came to my room. Peter did and Kenny did. And Kenny, okay. 
for okay. Peter, he had the first date, like Becca. And so there gets to a point where you understand that they're like, oh, did you they're forget about adrift. me? Yeah. So you want to give them attention. Got it. And okay. let them know you're still thinking about them. Interesting. Okay. That makes sense then. Mm-hmm. It, and it ended up being a net loss for Crystal. Even so <laughs> she, she refused to go down to the cocktail party because she was mad at Ari. And then she decides to go. I'm mm-hmm. not sure that Ari knows he she ever came down though because oh, he yeah. because he didn't at the beginning he didn't see her so he goes up to the room to meet her and she's like in the bathroom or whatever. I very interestingly interestingly thought she was like tying her bathroom up more tight, not like making it more <laughs> loose and I was like this is like if you were really cutthroat that's the opposite of what you should be doing. I, not that I'm saying she should. Right. But I was like well that's the reverse of what you think should be happening. Well, especially with the crystal. She's yeah. like unhinged I think yeah, is the just, word that was used this episode. Yeah. You never know what she's going to do. <laughs> I know and I was like oh you're in a bathroom. Interesting. I don't know. I guess I'm just like taking this to a slutty no, place that I no mean, one else is. It's convenient enough. Yeah. Like you're mic'd. You know something's hap- about to happen. Yeah. Put on some clothes. Totally. <laughs> exactly. The mic thing was interesting. The truest sign on a reality television show of like a, a nut job is the person who's like, take my mic off right now. Otherwise, I'm doing it myself. <laughs> and she did that. Usually that indicates some kind of mental break, I think. Right. I did that one. You did? I'm sorry. We all have that moment. No, I was like done. But you all, you have the moment. You have the moment. I wouldn't like it. I mean, I make fun of all these people and like offer my my unsolicited commentary, but I would not like last a, a more than an hour emotionally. I would just have a really hard time with it. So you'd, you'd surprise yourself. You really okay. would. Well, one thing you can tell from this group day is the women who do like each other really like each other. There's like clearly friendships. Yeah. And does that help insulate you from worrying about who's getting like the one-on-one or whatnot yeah I mean you have to I don't want to say play the game but Uh like you definitely have to have your close friends around you to like keep you sane sure that's that's the other thing Crystal's on an island by herself right she's no one to bounce ideas off of no one to talk to no one to be like should I come to the cocktail party or not right right (laughs) like she's no friends yeah (laughs) so the Kobe Kobe Bryant of The Bachelor pretty much yeah (laughs) pretty much she's all by herself but um yeah I think that Having the girl, when you establish those friendships, you aren't as jealous mm-hmm. when you see that person get a one-on-one. You're truly happy for them and to see them or for them to be there longer with you. Maybe for selfish reasons because you don't want your girls to go either. Yeah, I would I would want my friends to stay. Right. And I actually think this is a good transition. And I want to talk about Tia, who's still my favorite. Mm-hmm. And she got a one-on-one this week. Yeah. Um, you were friends with Raven, right? Yes. Do you yes. like Raven? Still good friends with Raven, yeah. She seems delightful. Yeah, and so much fun. By corollary, I think t- Tia seems delightful, and she seems pretty well liked within the house. Like it mm-hmm. seems like she's got a lot of a lot of homies. Yeah, that people like her, and there was not a lot of like jealousy or anger about her getting a one on one. No, I I feel like they were like, "Good for you, girl. You deserve it." Yeah, like she just seems like a cool, no drama chick. Totally. I also thought she got a great date. Weird date, but a great date. It was for her, right? It, like yeah. nobody else would have been able to do that, but her. Yeah. So she Ari took her to the Everglades. They like went like on a boat like looking at crocodiles and they went to like this random house in the middle of the Everglades and hung out and it was very sort of like southern like woodsy which I think is like kind of a weird impression they're trying to give of Arkansas considering she lives in Little Rock but that's fine and true 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 um the show plays stereotypes but you know it's fine it's a a shorthand speaking of stereotypes how about when Ari sees her he says a country date for a country girl and I thought okay Okay, can we redo that line? Can we yeah. can we change that? Yeah. But I was happy because I felt like during the date, 
she kind of took away that stereotype. Totally. Like, she, yes, she knew how to eat frog legs and yeah. stuff, but she, you saw a different side of her. Well, when she was like, yeah, I went to college for seven years. I was like, wait, what? Same here. <laughs> seven? That's not even a super senior. That's a super, super, super senior. That's the same thing. But then she clarifies. Uh, fix it, Tia. Fix it. Yeah. And thankfully she did. And she was like, I have a doctorate. I'm a physical therapist. And I was like, oh, okay, dope. Cool. <laughs> My, I went to Northwestern where they also have like a seven year like undergrad right. medical program. And I'm like, okay. I cool. I, I get it. I was the same thing. So for five seconds, she wasn't your favorite, and then yeah. she fixed it again. For five Good. seconds, I was like, "Well, now I need a new favorite, a new favorite." But I, then it was really cool. And um, one of my childhood friends is also a physical therapist with elderly, and I was like, "Cool, that's awesome." And she, I don't like you. She has a career and yeah. like a graduate degree, and yeah. like that is awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know. I liked learning more about her this episode. Me too. Yeah, she also looks a little bit like JoJo to me. Have you ever met JoJo? It's so. F- I have met JoJo. Oh, both in Dallas. Yeah, I have met JoJo. But someone else said that. Some I was with someone from the show, oh. and they go, "Here's a picture of of JoJo and something." And I go, "That's not JoJo. That's Tia." Yeah, <laughs> they look a lot alike. Yeah, you already mentioned that it's better to have the one on one, like at, in the middle of the sh- of the show. Absolutely. So this is like a, this is a good look for Tia. Absolutely, she's in a good good position. I, yeah, I'd be so surprised if she doesn't go to the final four. I would be too. Like, I think Tia. The, when you think of the final four, everybody brings somebody dif- something mm-hmm. different to the table. And there's no one else like Tia. So she's got to get a final four day. Yeah. And I, I so I just really think she's going to be the bachelorette. I just really, well, I really think so. Or maybe so. she wins. We don't or know. Or maybe she wins. I don't think so, though. I, this is my fear. Ari's got some great personalities. I love Becca. I think she's, I just think she is, um, she's she's young and like her needling of Crystal comes through, but she's got personality. She's got spunk. Yep. Yep. Kendall, quirky, weird. We love it. Tia, bright, has a career. Also like says how she's feeling. And those are the three, the three women we've gotten a lot of. And then we've, we've several others who we know literally nothing about. And I'm just really concerned that Ari will be like, cool, you guys have great personalities, but no thanks. I, yeah. I prefer someone who is more demure. I will agree, and that's that's what this world like. You gotta you gotta make an impression fast, mm-hmm. otherwise it's like mm, the other relationships go faster than you, right? So I don't know. This episode though, I felt like I was seeing some stronger feelings for other women. Yeah, who like who did you think um, jumped out? Though there's one whose name I don't know. I think it's probably Lauren. Lauren B. They've been showing more of her. I've yeah. seen her, but I'm seeing a deeper relationship. She doesn't talk that much, so we don't see her. Right. She was asking him all the questions. One thing that he's conned all these women into doing by being a bad bachelor <laughs> is making them ask about him. And I'm just like, no, that's not how it goes. Well, didn't you think, though, this episode, you heard more from him? Yes. And I was like, this is nice. Like, yes. We need more from you, Ari. There's more to you. I yes. know it. I've met you. <laughs> He's good. Um, with He's great. T- actually, it's like another testament to Tia. The two of them together, sh- he like does want to know about her mm-hmm. and like asked her about herself. Mm-hmm. Well, Lauren revealed that she t- revealed that she likes coconut milk in her coffee, and he was like blown away. <laughs> I, I thought I was the only one who caught that. <laughs> it was amazing. how do you like your coffee? He was like, well, I'd like to say black, and I'd be like, if I was sitting on the couch, I would have been like, I'm done. You yeah. don't like it black? I'm done. We're out. <laughs> We'd have nothing else to talk about. But no, he said coconut. Or she said coconut, she said coconut milk. milk, and he was like blown away by it. <laughs> Do they not have coconut milk in in uh, Scottsdale? <laughs> I don't know. Here in here in LA, like, it's everywhere. I was gonna say that's what all the girls do: almond milk, coconut milk. Of course. Now, every- if she had said like two percent, I, I would have been like, "That's a girl." That's. 
I drink cold milk in my coffee 100% of the time. I have, t- I have two things of milk in my fridge. One is skim for cereal and one is whole milk for coffee. Yeah. See? Yeah. It's like, That's the, see, you're a rare breed. Thanks. Wow. Wait. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. He was just like so shocked by it. And then he was, I actually thought this was like his most endearing moment to date. He, she was like, what about you? And he was like, I want to say black to like seem really manly, but no, just cream and sugar. And I thought that was actually really funny. And like, it was, it cute. was cute. I actually liked it. I liked it a lot. We've got plenty more to talk about with Rachel, but first, let me tell you about my sponsors. Birchbox is a monthly beauty subscription that sends five samples tailored to skin, hair, and style preferences right to your door. It was created for women by women as a better way to shop for beauty. Brands vary from well-known to indie, and each box is personalized based on the recipient's beauty profile, so it's always a unique gift no matter who you give it to. She doesn't have to be a beauty person. Birchbox is designed for women who don't have time or inclination to obsess about beauty but still want to look and feel great. And it's perfect for any occasion. I just got the email that my second Birchbox is on the way to me, and I am quite excited. I am not a beauty person, but I do want my skin to look good and feel good. And there's really nothing better than the feeling of a great clean face wash. And I just got one in my first box and I'm loving it. So if you have someone in your life, a mother, a sister, a best friend, sister-in-law, coworker, or your daughter, perhaps, who feels the same way, think about giving them a Birchbox subscription. All you need to do is go to birchbox.com slash bachelor. You'll subscribe today and save 20% off of a three-month, six-month, or 12-month subscription on your purchase of $30 or more. Birchbox is regularly $10 a month, but when you sign up, again, for either three-month, six-month, or 12-month subscription with our code BACHELOR, you will get it for only $8 a month. So again, go to birchbox.com slash bachelor. And while you're online, think about another product. Think about Casper mattresses. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. With three mattress models, the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential, Casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry. Not to mention, the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. It's delivered right to your door in a small, how-do-they-do-that-sized box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. But the best part is that you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. After all, you spend one-third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. I have a Casper mattress. I've been sleeping on it for, I think, almost two years, and I love it. I haven't even thought about getting a different kind of brand. When it came, it came in a pretty small box. It was all wrapped up. It was easy to take out. It was easy to get on my bed. If you have a pair of scissors, you're good to go. So if you want to have this experience and start sleeping ahead of the curve with Casper, go to casper.com slash bachelor and use the code bachelor at checkout to get $50 off towards select mattresses. Again, it's casper.com slash bachelor using the code bachelor, $50 off your mattress purchase. Okay. And now more Rachel. One thing I've always wondered related to Nick's season, where were you when you found out Trump got elected? I was in Finland. Oh, yeah. So it was the final four or final three. It was the final three. I was in Finland, jet lagged, coming in to Helsinki. We missed our flight in New York. It was just a mess. So I land. I I can't go to sleep. And I'm watching the BBC. And I'm like, they're all like, ah, Hillary's going to win by this. And then you can just tell like everything changes. And then you're like, oh, great. It's it's, going to be Trump. No one can believe it. It was so bad. I had my date the next day. Oh, no. I couldn't get in the right headspace. I drank a lot. Oh, my God. I passed out in the fantasy suite. You did? This is my first time actually saying that. On, really? Like, I did. I did. From drinking? Yeah. I just wow. went to sleep. 
We had no talking time. You don't. You don't need to. You don't need to answer this if you don't feel comfortable. But like, does that mean you just didn't have sex because you fell asleep? Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. I did nothing. Wow. I did nothing but sleep. I got my best sleep in the fantasy suite. Um, No shots at Nick, but like, what was he like as like comforting comforting you through like a political nightmare? Like, we didn't talk about it. I really didn't know where he where he stood. Oh wow. And so like, I didn't. You know, at that time I was like, uh, Rachel, we can talk about this off camera. But then I passed out, so we didn't get to talk about it off camera. That's awful. Like, I, in some ways, I think it's, like, good that you weren't in the country because it was a dark time. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Like, honestly, people were in Finland were saying, oh, are you American? Oh, Trump. Mm, we have good seasonal jobs here if you want to stay. That's what people were saying. Oh, my God. Even the Finnish knew. God, that, that is, that's a really wild story. You'll definitely never, I mean, I don't think anyone will forget where they were when they found out Trump was elected, but that's a, that's like a gnarly story. He's the reason I got sent home. Oh I my God. <laughs> we have so much to blame him for. Oh my God. That's incredible. Um, one question about these one-on-ones, how much time do you really spend? Like, is it a 12 hour day, a 10 hour day? Like, how does that go? It really depends. Um, definitely was. they're long days, but you're separated a lot for it Mm. too. So like the, the, the beginning part is long, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of setting up and you're separate. Changing for dinner. That's the thing. Yeah. And in between you're changing, you're eating because you don't eat on camera. You're not supposed to, unless you're Ari, the exception to the rule who gets to keep eating on camera. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. He's a rebel. I'd like it. Um, You're kind of talking me into Ari. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm rooting for him, and I'm and I promise you, nobody's telling me to say this because if you've met me yet, I would be like, Mm-mm, I don't like him. Yeah, but I really do. I, I really want to meet him because I just know that he's like just not coming off well on camera. Yeah, and ca- the camera isn't for everyone, right? Yeah. Like you just never know. That's the scary thing about doing this whole thing. You right. never know. Right. Why did you decide to do it? Um. Well, originally my coworker signed me up, mm-hmm. and then I thought, no, y'all, I don't even watch the show. Yeah. And I actually said. Well, everybody knows the black girl doesn't go far. It's true. I, I said that. I Actually, said that in my interview. I want to talk to you about that because that was a huge part of your season. I was dismayed for quite a bit of it. And uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm just curious. So you said um, in your audition tape that black mm-hmm. girl never goes far. Mm-hmm. What do they say to you when you said that? They said that's that's true. And we it's something that we're not proud of. We want to change that. But it's hard to find people like you that come through the door. Mm-hmm. He said, I think that we have the rep, they, they have the reputation that because black people normally don't go far on the show that they don't even want to come to try out. Right. So they don't, they have such a shortage of people even coming to be on the show. Right. And I did. And then I thought, okay, well, it's on a Saturday. Let's go, let's go. The auditions were, and I was uh-huh. like, all right, let's go have brunch, get tipsy and go like see the type <laughs> of girls that come, come on the season. And then I became one of them. That's so funny. <laughs> did you have any hesitation when they asked you to do it? Like, were you worried about what it would be like to be a black woman on this show? Bachelor? No. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I thought I was going to go home the first night. Then I get first impression rose. I was like, what's that? Because, you know, mm-hmm. I hadn't watched the show, so I really didn't know anything. Bachelorette? Yeah. I said no at first. Really? I didn't know if I wanted to do the show again. I didn't know how it would be accepted from my job, family. And I just thought, I don't want that pressure. I knew race was going to be an issue, and I just didn't want it. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I, I did some soul searching, and then it clicked to me that it was bigger than me. And uh-huh. I had the opportunity to be a role model. And I thought, why not? Yeah. Be a positive. Would you say overall your experience was a net positive or a net negative? 
I think it was positive. Uh-huh. And I'm actually like not an optimistic person. <laughs> and, and I don't mean like as a role model, but like just you, like for your own life, like do you feel like it was the right choice ultimately to do it? I mean, putting Brian aside, okay, like, but, I, like, obviously I'm very happy for you that you found <laughs> love. You. But I, I truly, truly mean that. Uh, me and one of another editor here yesterday were both like, we're like, yeah, we just love love. We love love stories. So I'm I, one of those people now. I, yeah, I, I'm really, I, I think that's truly lovely. But like for your life otherwise, in terms of like just thinking, you know, like are you happy that you decided to be the first black bachelorette I am because when people come up to me and they're like my daughter you know really looks up to you or I want to be an attorney Mm -hmm. or you know just things like that thank you for putting yourself out there thank you for representing black people or black women Mm -hmm. to an audience that hadn't really seen that before that's why I'm like yes I'm so glad I did it yeah, I knew I was going to get negative things because you have to take the good with yeah. the bad. But I knew I, that that wasn't going to break me sure. down. I'm really, really glad I did it because I'm glad that I was able to make a mark. Sure. And it sounds kind of silly because you're like, oh, I was you're, you were on reality TV. You no. were on The Bachelorette. But I really feel like that. I really feel like I was able to make an impression. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm happy about that. I don't think it sounds silly at all. I mean, it's also a pop, it's like it's a popular network show yeah. that's like broadcast and like other countries as well. How aware were you of what Lee's persona was like during filming? And then what was it like for you to watch those episodes play out? So I definitely didn't know about tweets or anything like that when I was filming. During the show, he got on my nerves. Mm -hmm. And that's why I wanted to send him home. Not because I knew what was going on in the house. Mm -hmm. I mean, had I known like they wouldn't have been able to like control me. Like I would have been like, I'm coming in the house. I'm going to say something. And so I hate I didn't, but I'm glad that it was taken care of amongst yeah. the men. They handled it just fine. Uh-huh. But when I watched it back, I was so upset. And yeah. I thought, I hope people don't know, think that I know what was going on. I thought that was very hard to watch just because um, having spoken to other people who've been on the show, like yeah. I know that like the narrative building happens outside of your involvement basically. Mm-hmm. And it seemed from my perspective as a viewer, like very cheap to use the occasion of the first black bachelorette to have a completely shallow on on like just like a uh, shallow doesn't even begin to explain it. Like a completely like ignorant racist conversation supposedly about race. Like it just was yeah. like very bizarre. Was it like, were you, did you feel betrayed at all watching no, that? I didn't. I, I truly didn't feel betrayed. I, I felt like he wasn't that way with me. Like uh-huh. I, I didn't get any racist like undertones sure. from him, but I just, I felt like it really happened during the moment. Yeah. So it had to play out and they had to show it. I do think it was it was a bit too much. Half of the season was about this racial racial tension, yeah. and I didn't like that. Yeah. But I do understand that that's what was going on in the house. Right. Like, it wasn't one episode. Did any of the men ever talk to you about it that we didn't see? Like, Not, not about race. Uh-huh. It was just Lee's getting on my nerves. Lee's Wrong sneaky. He's, yeah, like, we don't know if he's really into, like, that kind of thing. Sure. Not one person said race to me. Did you, like, do you wish they had? Like, do you wish you'd been more involved in that conversation while it was happening? And I, I don't even want to call it a conversation. Like, that's, like, dignifying it in a way it doesn't deserve. Yeah, no. But, like, that storyline, for lack of a better term. I, I truly do. Like, I, I remember, and you see, they show a bit of this. I heard Kenny yelling at Lee in the house. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was very annoyed by Kenny because I was like, why are you yelling? I mean, it was bad, yeah. but I didn't know what it was about. Why didn't so, he tell you? I didn't, did I? I think I asked him, I told him it made me uncomfortable to hear him that mm-hmm. way. And he was just like, he he trusted Lee as a friend and Lee, you know, didn't come through. Like Lee, Lee wasn't who he thought he was. Yeah. Which I respect the fact that he didn't tell me 
everything that was going on. But had I known, I would have addressed it mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. And I hate that I heard him yelling and I didn't know what the reason was. Right. Um, I also just remembered like the whole Demario thing about like his ex-girlfriend mm. that was during your season. That was crazy. How did that information come to you? So I was told, so it was a basketball date. Yeah, okay? basketball date. And it was funny. Kevin Durant with, question coming very soon. <laughs> it was funny because I was with uh, Kareem, who uh-huh. was great. Oh, my God. I love how much he cares about The Bachelor. Even when he's critical, I love that he just, like, it's a show that's important to him. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so his. I read every article that yeah. he writes about it. I, I love that he's complimentary of me. I appreciate that. Um, but he was great on the show, giving me advice on the court about basketball, off the court, just in general about relationships. But after I walked away from him, I was told one of the guys has a girlfriend and she's here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't want to deal with that. And like, that's all I said. Like, I don't want to deal with that. Who is it? Well, we're not going to tell you who it is. And so I was, I really was shocked when she walked up to me because I was just told she was there. I did not know she was going to approach me. And so I was very very annoyed. I wasn't even annoyed that she was talking to me. I was annoyed that I was put in that situation. Mm -hmm. I felt like it cheapened me. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to deal with this drama. Yeah. And it's also very early in the season. So it kind of like sucked that one of the major storylines became about like an external factor that was like kind of beyond your control. Yeah. You see me walking off and I'm like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. And that was me upset with like the producers. I was so upset to be put in that situation. Yeah, that really sucked. I also think Demario has just gotten a pretty raw deal out of all of this. Like, even if he's like a bad dude, I don't, I don't know. Um, but I think, I think he's. I don't know if I would say he got a raw deal. Sure. I think that. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> I'm not. The thing is, I'm not nice on this show. Like, I um, I was worried about Brian coming. I was like, oh, I wasn't that nice about him. So oh, you were. <laughs> <laughs> I like I do I was I do like him but I just I'm you know I I think like you I just say what I think so I'm like listen I'm just like why do they turn the mic up on his kissing sounds I don't know why Brian is an aggressive kisser there's some things he said <laughs> that I was even like Brian like it's a bit too much like no I get it I'm listen I told you that I respect opinions I also I am really happy that you guys are happy together yeah, so that's yeah, kind that's of great. like all that matters but anyway um feel free to be mean is my point well I think I think tomorrow has not been nice to me at Mm. all in the media, which I don't understand. Like when he was going through the whole ordeal in the summer, I never spoke about it. I just said I wasn't there. I didn't see it. And I hope everyone's okay out of it. And he's just like taking the the opportunity to just like trash me. So I wouldn't say that he got a raw deal. I think sometimes he just like is dumb enough to to put himself in stupid situations. Okay. You've convinced me to stop defending him. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't I don't speak on Paradise because I just don't touch that. But I think that he I've just watched how he is afterwards. Like uh-huh. he's, he said, Chris, Chris Harrison is a hard on for him. He's called him an asshole. And it's just like, OK, like you're 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 dumb. Stop putting yourself in these situations. Yeah, he does definitely should stop talking to the media. Yeah. yeah that's, I didn't even know that Chris Harrison thing. Yeah. Ugh, that's not great. Yeah. Not great. You don't, you don't go after my fairy godfather like that. Do you like Chris Harrison? Love him. How much did you hang out with him when you were the bachelorette? All the time. Really? Yeah, that's cool. When you're when you're on the other oh, side, you hang you're both out from with Dallas. Yeah, yeah. We, but when you're on the other side, like you're hanging out with a completely different set of producers. You're with Chris. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's totally different. That's cool. Yeah. Did you have a good time? Like as the Bachelorette, I had a blast. That's awesome. Ali Fedotowski. Oh my god, I'm obsessed with Mano. her. Cool. That's her last name. Yeah. New last name. Um, cute she daughter. She told Molly. me so cute. Yeah. She told me to enjoy myself. She said it'll go by so fast. You'll cool. be so tired. But enjoy every moment of it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, I was going to ask you, like, do you have, like, close bachelor friends? 
On my season, on Nick's season, yes. Oh, cool. Um, the leads, I've met most of them, but mm-hmm. like I wouldn't say we're like super close. Not most of them, but mo- the more recent ones. Have you um, spoken to Peter since the after the final rose? No. If you saw him, if you got tra- if you got trapped in an elevator with him, <laughs> how many die. minutes would you wait until you would talk? You would like actually speak to him. I would speak. I mean, I would always be cordial, <laughs> but I don't know if it would go past like you'd be like, oh, I'll take Hi. the stairs. Hi, how are you? Good to see you. Interesting. <laughs> I, I mean, there's just nothing else. There's nothing else to say. It's no hard feelings. I think Peter's a great guy, but there's nothing else to say. Right. You've litigated you know? it. It seemed like it was pretty like intense at the after the final rose though between you guys. And I and but you have to realize why. I hadn't normally I get the episodes before right they did not let me see the finale before I think to make you upset I think they wanted a reaction out of me which I'm great at giving them yeah so to sit back and watch it and remember some of the things that were said like mediocre life and like I'm sitting there boiling like when is this clip going to go off so someone can ask me a question Uh you know I was ready and so I think that's what you saw come out of me and yeah I liked it. Yeah. it, was good. it I mean, if nothing else, it was good television. Thank you. What was it like? <laughs> what was it like for Brian to watch that though? It must have been hard. Brian is the one I feel like really, I don't want to say took an L because, you know, he got me. Sure. But you don't get to see the essence of Brian. Brian is nothing like what he was on TV. Like, I, I, he's I'm just not, not surpri- good I'm on not TV. I'm not surprised to hear that. I'm not yeah. just because now having been able to be around you for an hour, yeah. I can see like you probably wouldn't pick someone who is just like the Brian we saw on the show. No, he's like, I even watched and I'm like, why did you do that? Why you, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just, he's a really quiet guy. He's actually kind of shy. Uh-huh. But you don't see that on the show. They made it seem like he was so focused on you. And he was. It, right, which, they're, and they're also like, that's the goal of the show. Like, I I always think this with, with Crystal. I'm just like, well, I probably would do some of this shit too. Like, I'd be like, I'm winning. Like, I came here to win. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get it. Like, I totally, would, I get that. Um, um, but they just made it seem like kind of like obsequious almost. Like he just like wasn't, he's the classy. They, they, they try to make him the I'm not here to make friends guy. And that also was a really weird like tonal note alongside this weird stuff with Lucas and Waboom. I don't even remember his name. Oh, yeah. Blake. Blake. Blake, Blake and Waboom or whatever. Like there was like that whole thing. And then there was the crazy Lee stuff that was just horrible to watch. Yeah. And then there, and then there was like the actual emotional stuff with you and Peter and you and Brian. Yeah. And so like those kind of like three separate tracks, like, it was just kind of like all over the place with the editing. And it then was. like I also loved Eric. Like I thought Eric seemed like a great Eric's, guy. And I feel like you didn't get to see the essence of Eric. Like there's a reason His people hometown made it great. to the, uh, it was my favorite. Yeah. There's a, Sorry, Brian. There's a <laughs> there's a reason that he made it as far as he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it, with Brian, also it didn't help that like I kept saying, "Oh, you seem too good to be true," right? And then the other guys didn't. We're talking like Peter and Dean were talking bad about him, and they're like America's favorites, and so it just it, it just the cards weren't. I don't for him in that sense. I've heard Dean is like cool and like Dean fun. Is cool. I did not get everyone loving him. I'm just like, what? I mean, like, what are we getting from him on this show? Obsessed. I don't get it. It's just because he's handsome? No, I think what happened he's was cute. he was super cute, but he was young. So everyone yeah. was like, he's too young. Then he has this vulnerable moment talking about his mom and yeah. how it affected the family. And you're like, oh, there's so much more to him. He's really deep. And then, you know, like, then you see his hometown and you feel sorry for him again. And then he has the hometown and then I send him home that episode so it's like people just I mean people ripped me apart for sending him well who I mean like like let's go into the real world for a second a bad meet the parents meet the family can end end a relationship so yeah 
I mean, it's not that weird. But that's not, it's not. Why? I mean, the episode before he was talking to me about dinosaurs. Right. You know? So it was like, there are other reasons he went home. (laughs) I forgot about that. People just love him. He's going to be on Winter Games, and I just feel like that's going to be a big thing or something. He is a lovable guy. You you could see that. Did Did you watch Paradise? Not really. Like, he really I, messed it up. I, well, I, I think I knew too much. You know, I'm friends with both Danielle and Christina. Uh-huh. So just to, I didn't want to see it play out. I lived it in real life yeah. just because I'm friends with both of them. Right. And Dean, too. I mean, I'm friends with Dean. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. Dun, did, dun, dun. did you date Kevin Durant? I will put it like this. I know Kevin. Okay. We went to college together at the same time. Hook em horns. Hook em horns. Yeah. But no, what the what the, the way the media played it out, I think they said we were so serious, we were almost engaged. No. That's I never thought that. Don't yeah, worry. I was like, what? I know how NBA who, players who operate. He wasn't getting engaged at 19. <laughs> I um, wasn't getting engaged, but we know each other. We've hung out together. He seems like a great um, guy. Very great guy. I haven't talked to him though in like a few years, but Gotta yeah. give him a congratulations. Finals MVP and uh and I went to the game. Oh, you did? And people were like, did he give her tickets? No, he did not. Yeah. ESPN, ABC connection, guys. Thank come you. On, come on. <laughs> I, I see it. I see it. That's really funny. What was it like for your family to read not just about, like, the show, but also, like, rumors? Like, oh, our daughter dated Kevin Durant? Like, what was that like for them? My family knows that I that I know him. I think uh-huh. it's funny. When people find out I, go to U- I went to UT— they ask me when, and the immediate question is, do you know Kevin Durant? Do you know Vince Young? So, Hands down. And I know both. That's so funny. And so that's people ask me that. And then the follow-up question is, well, did you date them? That's so I'm funny. not even kidding. So and like, I'm like, no. So my my family knew that uh-huh. um, that I knew Kevin. Because like when he would come into town, like I would get tickets to games and cool. stuff when I would play. Yeah. Cool. Are you a Mavs fan? I it's, I guess this flows right into it. I'm actually an OKC Thunder really? fan. Really? Oh, wow. wow. Even though he's not even on the team and I still am. Like, I'm a huge Russell Westbrook oh, fan. Me too. Yeah. Love him. It's, it's just so exhausting defending him. I, I love him. I love him too. No, I love to defend him. Also, I do. All right, let's see. Give us 30 seconds on why Russ is the best point guard in the NBA. Oh, my gosh. Russ Russ is the best point guard in the NBA because there's nobody like him. The way his, the way he plays, he goes all in. He gives it his all. I think Kobe even said something about him. And not only does he give it his all, he says it all, too, on the court with his face, with his gestures. I just love him, and I love that he's very loyal to his team. I'm not being funny. That is not a jab. It's true. I'm just saying he's very loyal to OKC, to his teammates. I mean, the way he just defended Paul George mm-hmm. about not being an all-star. you got to love Russell. you got to love Love to hate him and love him at the same time. I totally agree. Also, he's definitely um, the male part of my favorite NBA couple. His wife is so adorable and love pretty. Her. She seems normal. She seems like she's like a great friend. Their son, Noah, great name. Great normal name, too. Thank you so much yes. for that. So cute. He's so cute. So do you know they're fans of the show? They are? I ran into her. Oh, shit. At an event. It's like a Sports Illustrated thing. And then she comes up to me. And then Russell was like, I watched the show too. Oh my God. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and I was like, what? I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love also that they met in college. They're just like one of yeah. my one of my absolute favorite Very couples. Real. And I think that speaks to who he is as well. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. Also, um, I mean, you've had to deal with the media now for I guess over a year. Cause mm-hmm. you're uh, so, you know, it's not pleasant. I mean, ho- not hopefully this hasn't been bad, but um, <laughs> no, this is but, great. This is fun. But, but I'm sure, like, you know, people criticize him so much for like being so surly and like, what a jerk. But 
you know, he's been doing this for, he's what, what like 28, like 10 years? So yeah. I don't know. It no, does, doesn't seem fan. easy. I'm I re- such a fan. I really am too. So you're a Thunder fan? Mm-hmm. A Cowboys fan? Cowboys fan. Where do you stand on Tony Romo, the broadcaster? I don't watch him uh-huh. in broadcasting. Like, I think the only thing I knew about him is that he was predicting things for yes. like a hot second before they were happening. Yes. I don't really watch him. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he has removed himself from the Dallas Cowboys and is now a broadcaster. So you're, I'm, I think it was time. So you're a Dak head is what you're telling me. I was an anybody over Tony. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. His t- I mean, he was great. Okay. But I think his his time was over. It was time to hang up the cleats. And I'm glad that he's moved on to broadcasting. And it seems like it's doing well for him. Okay, cool. I really enjoyed on your season how they, how they like, integrated sports. I mean, do you want to give us, like, your best Kareem anecdote? Like, I don't even, I, I don't, like, where do you even start with, like, spending the day with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Well, the funny, th- I, I was so excited. And I knew the guys were going to be, too. But the funny thing is, when Kareem walks up, because I, like, screamed like crazy. They edited it out. But he walks up and then he says to the guys, who here plays basketball? If Kareem Abdul-Jabbar asked me that, I would have both hands in my pocket, yeah. right? They all raise their hand. Oh, yeah, I That play. was really weird. I play. What are you doing? And it was funny sitting there with him because he literally was like, they suck. <laughs> like, he was laughing so hard. And he was like, they're terrible. They're awful. Like, he was, that's all he kept saying. He was just laughing at him. We were pointing and laughing. It was great. Um, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to wrap up every week with a couple of segments, beginning with the Chris Harrison TRT this week was a cool 60 seconds, one minute. That is a major <laughs> drop from last week, and which was a drop off from the week before. Someone mentioned this to me that when you're on the road, it's harder to get Chris Harrison involved in like the kind of like actual show stuff because of whatever reasons. Well, as a contestant, you don't see Chris at all. Like mm. the way you see him on camera, that's as much time as a contestant sees him. Interesting. You're completely separate from him. Interesting. Now, the lead spends more time with him because we do have like one, a lot of one on one talks. Like Chris is like, catch me up, tell me what's going on. And so, and I mean, on camera, mm-hmm. we do that a lot. Mm-hmm. So you see him more in that sense than you do with uh, whoever's in the house. Interesting. Yeah. He, I'm always like, is he mad he's on the show more? Like, does he want more screen time? But yeah, he's still the voice of it. Like, he's yeah. still, like, integral to yeah, what's he's happening. he's the face of the show. No, I don't think he wants to be on camera. I mean, he's— <laughs> Like that. He's the he's a Romo head, so I hope he doesn't know how you feel about this. We actually talked about this because when he when Romo was going to retire, I was filming. Oh, And cool. so, you know, I'm shut off from the world. Yeah. But then he starts talking to me about what's about to happen. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, he was like, I talked to him. And I was like, it was time. Wow. It's time. This week's watchword, I pick one every week, something that's mentioned every t- over and over. Okay. Ari just said fun like five times in like a five-second span. <laughs> Let's just listen to it real quick. Today was fun. The Jess King, you were really impressive. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun. I, I needed that, yeah. you know? Today was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I mean, that's just too much. Too much fun, Ari. Fun. He's got like three Amazing. Big words. We like he says everything's wow. amazing. You look amazing. He says it in a really weird way. Like he just learned the word last week or something. And it's funny. I've been around him. And I don't think he used the word amazing or fun. Not that I'm not either one of those things. Oh, yeah. I just you saying, are Rachel. His vocabulary is beyond fun and amazing. I can I can now say with certainty that I think you are both fun and amazing. Uh, thank you. Wow. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. It's just been great hearing from you. I appreciate your expertise. And you know, like I said, I always wanted to meet you. Well, thank. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. What are what what's next for you? What are, like where can we find you other than your so you're recapping um episodes for yes. us weekly. Yes, I'm recapping those and and I I love it because I get to be a little bit sarcastic mm-hmm. and a little sassy um which 
is me. Sure. Um, also, I think people forget I have a sports background. Yeah. So I'm working on doing a podcast. Oh, cool. Um, a video podcast. Cool. And then I also want to do another one with, with just me. The other one I'm going to do with someone else. I don't want to say who it is oh. yet. So I'm very excited cool. about that. And I'm just getting back in it. I've done some reporting for Facebook, some cool. sideline reporting. That's and, awesome. Um, I, no yeah, more law? I, no, I still practice law. Okay. Thank you for reminding me that. When I'm in Dallas, I'm in the office, but otherwise my firm is great in allowing me to be flexible. That's really cool. Yeah. So I, I love just lawyers. Work, yeah, I'm I work from a family of lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> you, can uh, al- you can always go to law school if you want to. <laughs> I like covering The Bachelor. That's sufficient. Uh, thanks again, Rachel. It's been so great to have you. I'm Juliette Littman. We'll be back on Thursday and again next week. And don't forget to subscribe to all the other shows on the Ringer Podcast Network. And finally, we can't have a Bachelor podcast without talking about Hotel Tonight. I can't tell you how much I've been loving Hotel Tonight. It helps you book amazing deals at great hotels. And even though the name's Hotel Tonight, you can actually book up to 100 days in advance in some cities and up to a week in advance in others. They work with cool, top-rated hotels, and they don't feature those long, endless lists of options you have to scroll through. Instead, they show you a select list of the best deals at the best hotels at any given time. So to start scoring these amazing deals for a future vacation or a staycation tomorrow, download the app tonight. That's Hotel Tonight. It's just three swipes and a tap, and you've got a staycation or a vacation waiting for you.